0: This is Daizenshu EX, the podcast, episode 76, for the week of May 6th, 2007. Welcome to Daizenshu EX... The
1: podcast.
0: The podcast. An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site...
2: Daizenshu EX.
0: We cover anything and...
2: Everything.
0: Everything Dragon Ball... In hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Julian, I hear a voice off in the distance. Yes. How
3: are you doing? Oh, oh, you're talking about me? I am oh, talking about I, you and I'm uh, talking to you. Okay, I thought it was just maybe the voices in your head again. But um, uh, anyway, kind of. So, if you're asking me how I'm doing, I'm um, overworked and stressed.
0: That well, you're coming up to the end of life as a, well, kind of life as a student, an undergrad student. Yeah. 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 That
3: that is very true. And in another week after all the exams and crap are over, I get to just, you know, hang back and relax and drink for a week. But until then, <laughs> it's it's work mode. <laughs>
0: And so that is Julian uh, heading towards his week of binge drinking, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say hello to Mary over here to my less than proverbial right.
1: Hi there. Hello. How are you doing this Uh, evening? I'm not having an exciting week of future binge drinking. (laughs) Okay. I just had a regular work week. Regular work week. Yeah. It's over, though. It's Friday. (sighs) Heading towards a little bit of fun video editing.
2: I I guess you can call it fun. We'll see.
0: We'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. And speaking of video editing... Editing. Hanging with us this evening, this is the Jeff.
2: That's right. How are you? I am shimmering shiny 720p.
0: <laughs> Frightening. <laughs> and so if that's Julian, and this is Mary, and that's 720p, <laughs> that makes me Mike Labrie Vegito EX and 1080p. <laughs> Wide screen mic. (laughs) Unfortunately, no. I'm not P. I'm 1080 interlaced. Uh,
2: Aww, damn technology. That's okay. We'll we'll just run AVI synth on you.
0: (laughs) So this is episode seventy. Where's the outline? Seventy (laughs) six of the podcast. We are here this evening to uh, speak into your ears and have a whole lot of fun. This uh topic this week is going to be Volume 4 of the Manga Review of Awesomeness, Woo-hoo. which we will get to in short fashion. Yeah! And until then, we got a little bit of stuff. We got a little bit of news and assorted other things. I'm going to start off the stuff with uh, a little story. And it's actually Mike being a fanboy, and not in the way you might imagine. And I'm actually oh. going to... It's not me gloating. It's kind of me gloating for someone else on someone else's behalf, and that someone is in the room right now. So when I was at work yesterday, I had the iPod on shuffle mode, and I was listening to the AMV songs playlist, and Mad World came on, Mm. and it reminded me of the video that Jeff, you, and Nate did. And it got me thinking about all the videos that you guys have done in the past, Mm. and then I realized, oh, yeah – Jeff is really good at videos. Jeff is really? doing a video
2: with us. I am?
0: Holy shit. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because I mean, you've become just like a regular friend of ours over the last couple of years. Yeah, well, I so mean- you know. I kind of forget that <laughs> you do music videos.
2: Well, I, I've known you guys for years. I, mean, I know. I, I've known Mary for longer, of course, but I mean, yeah, you guys are buds, you know.
0: I kind of forgot about all that, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of forget that, you know, we were a fan. Well, I shouldn't say we're. We are fans of your videos. And, you know, we're just as much as the audience at Oticon watching your videos and being like, wow, See, this, pretty. Is,
2: this is different from the usual times that I come here. And you guys just kick me, shove me in the corner, and go, bad friend, bad. <laughs> Do they spray you with a hose?
0: Yeah. Too. so i just wanted to put that out there and i'm really excited to finish up the video we're working on i think awesome. it's gonna kick a whole lot of ass well right?
2: i'm glad that I look you enjoyed the previous work as much as what we're doing right now i just wanted to put that nice. out
0: there so Thank you. if you guys haven't watched any jeff stuff for the love of fucking God, go watch it. And um, that's cool. So in other stuff this week, is there any Dragon Ball related things? I kind of shoved aside Dragon Ball, and we didn't mention we this. We were good.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. We were watching the first couple episodes of Dragon Ball a few weeks ago. We got right. as far as episode four or five. Right. We were really oh, enjoying oh, oh. it.
0: Yeah, except then we started watching some other things, and I started playing a little game, and I guess life kind of st- Stop. <laughs>
3: Are you talking about Pokemon?
0: Yeah, the Pokemans. So <laughs> if you remember two weeks ago, we had an email from... Now, here's the thing. I said Dogasu, and I relooked at the kana, and Dogasu, so an extended ah sound. So I'm not quite sure how I want to pronounce it. Anyways, from Pokemon side, we started talking about Pokemon, and Pokemon dub fans, and the games, and blah, 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 blah. So I picked up Pearl on release date, and I said to myself, Vegeto EX, you're going to enjoy this game. However, you're going to miss your old favorite friends. So I also picked up Ring which is the GBA remake of the original red and blue, and technically yellow, and Japan had green, and here's a little story. I've told everyone else except the podcast listeners, when Andrew and I were in high school, in the middle of calculus and sometimes study hall, we would hook up my yellow and his Japanese green, and we'd battle each other, and the game would totally freak out. <laughs> it was awesome. Long story short, I've been playing to Pokemans all week long, and so I kind of haven't done any Dragon Ball-related things.
1: We also kind of got back into One Piece, yeah, which has been taken away from some of the Dragon Ball stuff, although, God, it was so easy to get back into One Piece, because it was like oh my god i love all these characters so much and i miss them
0: it's like the announcement of a competent company getting it made us go holy shit oh my god remember we love this that's awesome so we're getting like recite for funimation putting out good versions of the show i'm looking forward to it'll it be nice to get it like properly released in this country we hope hint
1: hint we (laughs) are hoping (laughs) Uh, we
3: oh bon voyage We wait what (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, any other cool stuff? Anyone get any fun things? Julian, you saw Weird Al last night. You were telling us that was cool. That,
3: that's true, and it's actually the second concert that I've seen with him in my lifetime. Cool. The last one was actually on his fortieth birthday. That was like I was in what eighth or ninth grade. Uh, but this one, um, you know, it's like seven, eight years on. Right. And he did a lot of his new stuff. I was a little disappointed that he didn't do some of his older things from like you know, nineteen eighty six. You know, <laughs> stuff. That's like when
1: that. I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> like a Surgeon,
3: One More Minute, Dare to be Stupid. He didn't do those, but he did a lot of stuff, and a lot of stuff from his new ones, too, as well as a fairly lengthy medley in the middle where he got to do a lot of uh, pieces of songs, including a fairly long stretch of Trapped in the drive Through, which is a really long song. And as an encore, he did the entirety of Albuquerque. Yes! <laughs> that, that's a sort of long rant.
0: <laughs> nice!
3: It's, it's funny, though. And he got the he got the crowd into it, too.
1: That's cool shiz. See, I miss college for
0: stuff like that. You and I were talking, the last show we went to was, it was Cult. It was Spill Canvas. Who else played there? Oh, Me Without You played. Yes. Album of the Year. Fuck yeah. But uh, yeah, we haven't been to any shows recently. We need to go check someone out soon.
1: Well, if anyone's in town, yeah. But the great thing about school is that the shows would come to us. Yeah, that was nice. We can go for free. Or almost free. Jeff, are you got any cool stuff this week? You said Hmm. it was
2: a busy week. It was a horribly busy week. I'm still working off of uh, a week of really five hours of sleep every day. Nice. And today, Oh, yeah. Today, I woke up at 7, 9, and 11, and then I napped at 4 till 5. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm freshly rested, I think.
0: Well, since we're all freshly rested now because it's Friday and (sighs) kind of riding on the high, and I guess part of that's also the rum, but we're going to (laughs) move into Dragon Ball news for this week. So in the news this week, it has nothing to do with the U.S. It has nothing to do with Japan. But it's Dragon Ball related, and it's pretty fucking awesome. See, I want to spend lots of money on Dragon Ball things. (laughs) Now, what's great about that is usually I don't have to because there hasn't been a whole lot of amazing stuff since the movie's Dragon Box in Japan. Mary, how would you like it if we bought another
1: version of the movie's Dragon Box? I would not be interested, (laughs) to be honest. I'm quite happy with the Dragon Box movie box set. But what if it came with a really nice book and cards and other cool things? This came with a nice hard box and pictures very (laughs) true.
0: well let 's tell people what 's going on over in France. San in and forum posted this up for us. Apparently, France is getting a remastered uh, it seems like two box set release of all of the Dragon Ball movies,
1: including the Dragon Ball Z movies as well. So I nice. wonder who produced this remastered Well, it seems
0: stuff. like a b who uh, they handle all sorts of strange things over in Europe. What kind of rights do they have? What kind of TV distribution? What kind of home distribution? No one really seems to know who owns what over there. Does any get the bridge stuff over in the UK as well? It's very strange. But this box set or I should say these box sets, are coming out. These are going to contain, I guess the first set contains Dragon Ball movies 1 through 3, DBZ movies 1 through 6, and the Bardock special. And then the second set contains the rest of the DBZ movies, which is 7 to 13, the Trunks TV special, and then the Dragon Ball GT TV special. Now you'll notice missing there is the 10th anniversary movie, or Dragon Ball movie 4, whatever you want to call it. And Sangofi says apparently that AB doesn't have the rights for that movie. So
2: That's a kind of random thing, isn't it? Like they have everything else?
0: Yeah, exactly. Maybe they have one of those things like we have with Dragon Ball Movie 1 where Trimark runs the oh, home
2: distribution
1: God. Stuff in limbo.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, political mumbo-jumbo. Exactly.
0: Dragon Ball all over the world with licensing hell. Jurassic Why is that not surprising? A-
3: it's so strange that, you know, even if one company gets to dub it, they don't necessarily get to release it. I know. <laughs> right.
0: That's crazy. Uh, other information we have here, supposedly it's remastered and also in 4x3 which is interesting because the Dragon Box was uh, anamorphic widescreen, 16x9. There's a whole bunch of other information here in the forum he's put up he's got a couple links for us as well Uh, apparently there's going to be a special booklet 96 pages 10 collection cards Uh, they don't really know about the extras yet the audio tracks will be japanese and french and the subtitles will obviously be in french and it looks like the price kind of ranges depending on what site you go on but a little under 70 euros will get you the box sets pre-orders are different damn that's
1: cheap do you know how much a euro is? I know it's uh, doing a lot better than a dollar. It's almost <laughs> double a <the> dollar.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Oh, God. So that's kind of like $130, $140. It's
3: mm. not a good time to be an American tourist, I'll say no.
0: that. <laughs> well, the Europeans always get screwed on everything, so I guess they're kind of used yeah. to this stuff. Th- things are expensive
3: anyway, but yeah. Right. Yeah, more I think- expensive if you're an American, now.
2: I think what you should do for me, Mike, is you should, um, Uh just like I am me when the Japan U S exchange rate is at a, you know, a good level. Uh So then I'll buy all my Japanese stuff at that (laughs) point. Cause right now I just like go on CG Japan and I'll go on the European Amazon.
0: It's so frightening yeah
2: and i just feel like i should wait
0: (laughs) see the great thing about that here's a little side story when the dragon box came out when you pre-ordered it they wouldn't charge you until it shipped and that means they wouldn't charge you until whatever the exchange rate was at that time the exchange rate kept getting better and better and better and better up until the date that the dragon box came out and then it got worse after that so we got it kind of at like its best price That's awesome. Which is pretty cool. So I guess there's your French DVD news. That's really all we have this week. So check out the Dazen 2EX forum. We'll put a link in the show notes to all this news and where you can buy it and pre-orders and other information. And that is the news. So we're going to segue right on into the topic for the week. This week, Jeff, we are doing Volume 4 of...
2: The Manga Review of Awesomeness. Awesomeness? Awesomeness. Right.
0: So, for those of you who haven't maybe listened to the last three um, versions of this kind of show and stuff and junk and stuff. What we do every month, the first week of every month, we go through one more volume of the original manga, the tankobon, the graphic novels, and we kind of do a brief synopsis of what happens in that volume, and then we give our opinions on it. We have a varying range of opinions and backgrounds here. We have Mary and myself, who have read this before. It's been a while since we've read it. Julian has read it before as well, and he's read it in Japanese and English. And we've brought Jeff on the show here to do this with us because Jeff has a uh, kind of vague familiarity with the entire series and is reading the manga for the first time as a total noob.
2: A total, total noob. Right, With zeros.
0: So what we'll do first is we'll give you a brief synopsis of the chapters here. This is volume 4 so if you want to read along at home maybe with the Viz version of the original Japanese Julian, which Kanzenban does this span through?
3: Uh, It spans through about the second half of volume 3 and into volume 4.
0: Gotcha, this is chapters 37 through 48. So chapter 37, we're starting it off. Kudin has won his match, and we're moving on to Yamcha versus Jackie Chun. And they're fighting a little bit, Yamcha is getting off his attacks, and Jackie's just kinda dodging them back and forth. Yamcha unleashes the Roga Fufu Ken. And uh it doesn't quite work because Jackie Chun is just that much more awesome.
3: kazeo present Hi! And he just kind of knocks him out of the ring with a wind.
0: Nothing too hard for him. And that ends that fight. Yamcha's a little surprised that it's such an old dude and not a problem. Chapter 38, Yamcha kind of despondently walking away. And he's like, hmm, you look a little familiar. Who might you be? Now we've got the next fight coming up, and we have Namu here. And this is, I really like this, because it's completely different from anything else in the series thus far. I love over the course of the series, we have these random occurrences of people deciding they're telepathic. Oh, yeah.
3: Goshi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So he's reading his mind, and we get the whole backstory about the village, and they're poor, and they don't have any water. And he's, he's taking the last of the village's money <laughs> to go off <laughs> and fight in the tournament and win more money to come back and get water and stuff. So they get into the ring here. This is Namu versus Ranfran. And they're kind of fighting each other. And she's kicking his ass. And he's about <laughs> to hit her. And she pulls the, ah, I'm a girl. You can't hit me. Wah, wah, wah.
3: Well, he he does actually hit her. He's like, think. she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and she cries. And then, and then just as he's off his, his guard and apologizing, she hits him in the gut.
0: Right. And so they're going to get even more into the fight, and that's when she pulls out, I guess you would call it her special attack, and she takes off a lot of her clothes. (laughs) And of course, off in the distance, we have Jackie Chun just (laughs) completely freaking out.
2: Anyone who hasn't been following the series so far just went out to buy this manga.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) no! And it's pretty, a, pretty at, this at all point.
3: <laughs> it's and, at this and, point. and kind of out of the blue he develops this sort of Kansai Ben for some reason <laughs> uh, but it goes away <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's at this point that Yamcha kind of comes to the conclusion yeah that really must be Kami Senin because we've got the whole perverted thing going on and so Namu's up against the, uh, the edge of the ring and he's kind of really concentrating I can't picture her actually as a woman and he goes and he just kind of taps her mm-hmm. and is that the end of the fight? is that all that happens?
3: Um, well he 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 finally, he's like, he doesn't want to hit her, he doesn't want to hit her, and she's got him on the edge, and then he's like, I gotta win for the village. So he just shuts his eyes, and he's like, dodges her and knocks her out with one hit.
0: And that's that chapter. Moving on into chapter 39, we have Giran that comes out onto the stage. We've seen him before, but kind of only in passing with uh, the group of contestants. Comes out, and he's roaring, and everyone's going, whoa, this is crazy. It's a big dragon, dude. Son Goku, come on out. Where is he? Apparently he's sleeping up against a wall somewhere.
1: Eh, Mm -hmm. Apparently
0: his fight isn't all that important. So Kududdin runs off and grabs him and brings him up onto the stage. And the match begins. Goku's just kind of stretching. No big deal. No, he holds out his hand. He's like, here. Goku's like, huh? What? What? (laughs) And he falls for it. Right. So Goku kind of launches a counterattack. And it doesn't take much. He just unleashes this, I guess you'd call it this massive succession combo. Kind of twirls him around by the tail and throws him off into the sky. And he's off and he's off into the distance and well he's a dragon and he has wings and he can fly so he flies back down into the ring and Mm hmm hmm, what's Goku going to do about this and then we get into a little bit more of the Toriyama and the gag manga where he shoots this like snot based kind of uh, gum gum. so we're moving on to the next chapter chapter 40 here Goku is kind of Tied up, I guess you'd say, and Giran is unleashing his attack and he's throwing them all around and Goku's off into the distance. And he calls for Kington, who comes and rescues him and flies mm-hmm. him back down into the ring. And then we kinda have this well, does that really count? Can he use that? That's yeah. a cloud. That's that's kinda like a weapon that he brought <laughs> in. Uh, yeah. what do we do?
3: Tadaima. Uh, so, after consulting with the head guy, he decided that he will allow the mysterious cloud uh, as, a, as a special exception. <laughs> but, but only one only time once. use. But only one time use. <laughs>
0: so as the fight continues, Goku is still tied up and Gidon is about to unleash this massive punch. And all of a sudden, Goku's tail has magically reappeared and wrapped around his arm. Goku is all excited and uses his tail and his power and he kind of breaks free of the gum thing here. And Gidon is um astonished to say the least. He busts and out he- and he kicks the wall and he's... <laughs> I'm going to win. It's my turn. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of that generic turning the tables kind of thing here. And he's
3: like, I give up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of that fight.
3: He's like, it's time for my counterattack. And yeah. (laughs)
1: I can't believe he was that intimidating.
0: (laughs) The very first panel of chapter 41 here, Goku in the foreground. And if you look in the background, there's Giron just kind of shuffling off into the background. (laughs) I love it. It's a great (laughs) shot. (laughs) And Kudanin's like, you never said you had a tail.
3: What, What is this you speak of? And and I like it how the it the opening narration for the chapter is just the announcer. かちましガクウゼンジュ小さな体にここでちょっと二人にインタビューしてみたいと思います。クリリン選手もご登場してください! <laughs> <laughs> So he's, like, calling them up and right. asking, well, they, both of you seem to be wearing the same clothes, so what's the deal? What's, what's...
0: What is the deal with these two kids? And basically we get into the whole age discussion here where Kudanin reveals that he's 13 years old, and the mic gets shoved in Goku's face, and he's got no idea what to do. And he kind of counts, and he reveals that he is only 12, as opposed to 14 that he originally thought. Apparently he's learned how to count in the last year or so. So bon was a little more relieved that it wasn't a 14-year old as opposed to a 12 year old kind of checking out her yep. boobies that
2: kind of says some bad things about his grandfather though who should have told him these things should yes. have told him
0: about the boobies exactly and counting and, and counting, and, counting
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and so they reveal here that they've trained under kamisinin and uh, the announcer freaks out. I love it. <laughs> and we get a little bit more of the Yamcha. Uh, no, you're actually Senin. No, I'm Jackie Chun. No, you're not. Blah, 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 blah. And now oh. we're on into the next fight. And this is going to be Jackie Chun versus Kudanin. And Jackie steps out and he starts singing Rapping in the middle of the ring. Something. I like that I don't know. It's kind of, of, of hard
3: to tell. He's like, hi,
0: Chun-chan this <laughs> <laughs> He
3: calls himself chun
0: And eventually they just kind of stop singing and the fight begins. And uh, Kudanin kind of takes takes the initiative here and unleashes a few attacks and it's not doing a whole lot and Jackie smashes him and, and Kudidin reveals that he couldn't even see the attacks coming. So moving on into chapter 42 here, a little bit more of the fight and he actually sees the attack coming this time and they're, I guess, kind of impressing each other a little bit.
3: Yeah, but it's like this big, I don't know, this whole big series of moves in this one instant. So exactly. uh, in order to I explain to the so audience what happens after Kudidin gets up, they reenact it.
0: <laughs> it's, it's so slow, motion. <laughs> so is one of my favorite things in this entire volume.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love your voice for him. I'm going to cut you off because (laughs) I enjoy it. Okay. They just kind of go through the whole thing, which is, well, I kicked here and I dodged here and then I looked to the side and I went and I had breakfast and then I came back and we had a little bit more. Oh, but he
2: gets the announcer to lift them up. I mean, come on, this is awesome. It's
0: like wire fighting.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And uh,
0: pretty much it concludes with the crowd going wild over how awesome that was.
1: <laughs> you did that all in a half second?
0: Yes. And then it comes down to the clever prankster, trickster, kiddin' that we love, throws out a pair of panties into the middle of the stage, and ooh, panties! <laughs> <laughs> and he runs and up and he kicks them off into the distance. Whoa! Kakatta na. ha! Oh, shimata. <laughs> so we're moving on to chapter 43 here fell for the old panty ploy as they say in the viz manga here (laughs) he's uh, off into the distance and this is where we get some more of the I guess you would say clever use of their special attacks and we'll see Mm -hmm. this used again and again it's actually rather important in the next tournament Jackie Mm -hmm. Chun uses the Kamehameha to kind of propel himself back over from the sky into the stage so he doesn't hit the outside or land on the ground anywhere and this astonishes everyone (gasps) we saw the Kamehameha this is so awesome they uh, continue their fight lots of smashing into walls and around each other and i love the scene i'm gonna show it in studio i suppose i'll call it here and it's <laughs> the, yeah the chop to the neck ouch yeah oh yeah guys <laughs> Jackie gets behind him and chops him, and that's it for the fight.
3: And then he gives a peace sign. Right,
0: (laughs) and he walks off. Down,
3: down this, Kudurin uh one, two, three, (laughs) etc.
0: And that's the end of that fight, and Jackie's off, and eventually Kudurin gets back up, and they're all kind of talking together, and, oh, you did great, and blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) Yamshu just keeps pressing the issue of, you have to be Senin. You did the Kamehameha, What's going on here? He tries to rip off the wig, but the hair doesn't come off. So this can't be Senin. And uh, he starts going with the smell as well. But there's cologne. What's going on here? Uh, Goku, back to the animal thing. Where he can smell <laughs> everyone. The differences between people. I love it. But uh, the next match has to begin, and this is going to be chapter forty-four number. In color. <laughs> right or in very disgusting gray if you're reading the viz manga here so this uh-huh. is going to be goku versus namu and the fight begins it's a pretty standard fight for a little bit just kind of kicks and punches back and forth and slamming and chopping <laughs> i love the scene and he looks like he's doing this namu's doing this superman attack where he's kind of reaching out towards goku and this is where the whole tail thing comes back in he's astonished to see that goku has a tail and what's goku doing here it's like this uh hurricane move where he spins at a rapid pace and then kind of flings himself towards him and he forces him towards the edge except then Goku just kind of falls over
3: Yep. Yeah, he, he he
0: says he, he thought up a new move
3: so he, he tries it out and he just like spins around and he he doesn't make it all the way over he's <laughs> like
0: Me- mega Mawaru.
3: <laughs> i'm i'm dizzy
0: so he falls and then jumps up into the sky and he's gonna use the tenku jiken julian mm. how would you uh translate this
3: it's like the um well the the full name is the tenku jiken. Okay. Um so that's the um the X sign fist from the sky, or the aerial um X X uh, technique, I guess.
0: Right. He's coming from the sky. He's got his arms crossed in front of him and he's just gonna Kind of slammed down into the ground with Goku there. So moving on in chapter forty-five here, he's coming down and he actually does hit Goku. You assume that Goku yes. maybe roll out of the way or something there, but he slams him and the announcer has to start counting. And he gets up to nine and Goku's fist kind of twitches there and he jumps up and he just starts gagging. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like
0: ow! And of course everyone in the audience is astonished that why he's up? Oh no! And Namu is also freaking out, but he's gonna try it again. He's decided that he has to end this right now. So he jumps up into the sky, and Goku says, alright, I'm gonna do the same thing. So he jumps up, and he jumps up past him. (laughs) So he's above Namu, and then they're both flying down.
3: And it's like, they're they're, um, violating the laws of nature, too, because, of of course, course an object, once it starts to come down, has the same acceleration rate. Um, So technically, they shouldn't be able to, you know, like, catch up to each other, or go up or down, but whatever, it's Dragon (laughs) Ball.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So, Goku reaches the ground first, correct? And then he kind of hops off to the side, Namu hits, and... Actually, before Namu even hits the ground, Goku has managed to have enough time to fly backwards, (laughs) jump forwards, and kick him as he's about to hit the ground. Kind of a really effective attack here, and just knocks him out of the ring. Yep, And that's the end of that fight.
1: No water for Namu.
0: (laughs) Or is it? (laughs) Dun-dun-dun! So, chapter 46 here, Namu's... Uh, often, what would you call this area? Like the green room of the Tenkaichi Budokai? Um,
3: I don't know. I mean, it's like the little room that's um, in front of the ring. Right. And it's this big kind of open space where they're all kind of hanging out. A couple of tables,
0: couple of chairs.
3: Yeah. Right. Damn. I lost. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone, but we're all going to die now. Right.
0: <laughs> And, of course, because Jackie has decided he's telepathic and knows everything that's going on, he's going to let him in on a little secret And that um, here's a capsule, here's some water. Yeah, it's free here. It's like (laughs) he finally pulls in the gag with this totally serious, totally desperate character. And he's freaking out because he's like, I don't have to pay for the well and the water. (gasps) This is a magical land of freeness. I love it. And is there anything else going on in here? Well, well, he's saying that it, um, if you're so
3: insistent on repaying me, you can do something. Right.
0: So, well, Julian, explain what he does here, because this is another one of the best things oh, in yeah. the entire well, volume. Well,
3: it, it becomes clear at the start of the next chapter, actually, so that um, Yamcha's still pestering Jackie Chun about, you know, being Muten Roshi, but he... He goes, well, um, look over there in the audience, and lo and behold, there's, there's <laughs> Muten, Muten Roshi in the audience. And they're like, oh, well, I, I can't believe it. I, I guess you're right. Sorry. <laughs> and then and the next thing you see is uh, a Namu walking away, taking off the sunglasses and the beard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, are we into the final match here?
3: It uh, looks like
0: it. All right, so let's get on into chapter forty-seven here. Jackie versus Goku, and it's more of a typical beginning to a fight with a couple uh, hops and jumps around and kicking each other. Goku's off into the air, mm-hmm. and he's kind of doing this. Hmm, I'm going to lose, and Jackie's decided he's already won the match. That wasn't too hard. I love the look on Goku's face. He's kind of like sitting Indian-style, falling in the sky, hand on his chin. Hmm,
3: hmm, how am I going to do this? Right. <laughs> Can't I, use the kinto
0: <laughs> Right. I love what he does here. This is the, I'm going to use my tail as a helicopter and fly back over to the stage. Now, of course, <laughs> I wonder why he didn't just use this whenever. So he flies back over to the stage, and basically it comes down to, all right, we're both so freaking awesome, what are we going to do? Well, it's going to be Kamehameha versus Kamehameha.
3: Woo! So they, basically, they fire at each other. Right. <laughs> and you have your first battle of energy beams in the series.
0: Yes, I guess that is kind of an important thing.
3: And they just kind of knock each other back.
0: And Jackie's very impressed with Goku, and Goku's also impressed with himself as well as Jackie. <laughs> 俺(笑)にもできたぞ Chapter 48 here, we're gonna have a little bit more of a continuation of the fight. We're gonna get some more moves here. And this is Jackie oh, yes. kind of going around with the Niju Zanzoken. And how would you translate this?
3: Well Zanzoken is like after image technique. Right. Z- so there's like being... two of
0: him after image technique kind of thing. Yes.
3: But but he's like, Mata ano one patan da na ji So you're like, you're just doing the same thing over and over again. So he's like, even though he gets Goku gets kicked down, he actually kind of does the same thing. <laughs> 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 and, and he manages to trick Bhutan Roshi by doing the basically the Sanju Zanzo ken, <laughs> right the the th- triple after image technique
0: knock it off a notch. And what do we get into here? Is this the uh, the drunken master style of fighting?
3: It is the uh, I believe it's called the suiken or uh, drunken fist.
0: So Jackie's hopping around, acting as if he's drunk, and Goku can't really read his moves, and he kind of gets kicked up in the face. And Goku decides he's gonna have to do something on his own here. And so, what does Goku decide to do? And it's kind of a, a dumb play on words.
3: Yep. So he he kind of turns around and he snarls and he's like drooling. So he <laughs> he, he runs up like a, a crazy dog and he acts like he's going to bite him but actually he flips over and he kicks roshi from, or well kicks jackie chun from behind and he gets up and and he announced announces that it's kyo ken or the um madness technique but jackie chun responds shouldn't that be kyo ken like mad dog it you you have to see the characters to understand yeah uh, anyway
0: <laughs> it's a play on words and it's just goku being kind of dumb and naive again. But that's the end of this volume. Kind of a non-climactic ending here. My my volume continues. Well, I know. It's because you're looking at the content bond. So uh, let's get some impressions on this. We don't really have any new characters. Uh, We have... Not really new attacks either. We've seen the Roka Fufu Ken before. We've seen the Kamehameha before. We have a couple new techniques, but we're never going to really see them again. We've got the... Except for maybe the Zanzo Ken. That's kind of important. We will see that quite a bit in the future. But let's just start with the impressions. I'm going to start with Jeff because you've never read it before until now. Hmm. Maybe, especially compared to Volume 3, which I think we all collectively decided we really loved. How did you feel about this one?
2: It's such a tough comparison because... It
0: is. It's completely different in tone.
2: You know, let me just reference another anime here. I seem to do this with every manga review. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I reference the kind of progression that I'm seeing here as with Kare Kano. In the first however many episodes, mm-hmm. the story goes entirely too fast. Like things just happen so damn quickly that, like, they become a couple in three episodes. Right. Like, it's pretty <laughs> stunning. In this one, we kind of have the same, uh, the same thing where in the first three manga volumes, we meet Goku, we meet everybody, they find the Dragon Ball, they train, and now they're fighting. Right. And whereas a ton of things happens in the first three volumes, we now just have a volume of fighting.
0: Right, and I guess time and comparatively, it's moving a lot yeah. slower than those three.
2: And I mean, I think in the anime it happens over the course of several days, but in the manga, at least, you get the sense that it's all happening kind of on the same
0: day. Right, just one after another, fight, fight, fight.
2: Yeah, very little time management going on here. Gotcha. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's a Fun, fun volume because uh, even the fighting, they, they Toriyama still has this uh, mentality to keep things light, right? So as much as you know, it's very serious that this whole tournament and everything, he still mm-hmm. has every character pulling jokes, and I mean the whole expanded amount of time it took for Kudan and uh, Muten Roshi, who is Jackie June there, right. like to explain their entire fight was like. <laughs> Just Definitely amazing. the best part. Amazing.
0: Yeah,
2: it really does take up like the whole chapter too. Of them <laughs> yeah, to just I know. explain the whole thing. So <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm oh. just I'm just like gathering my thoughts here because it's kind of hard to you know compare this one to the other ones.
0: It is. It's a tough comparison.
2: Yeah, it's just really different. But I think um, it's still entertaining. Just mm-hmm. I think volume three was better because of all the right. um, setup there was and the training's awesome. And in this one, you know, it kind of takes a backseat to just explain the fights more.
0: It's doing. With what we've gotten so far I guess it's I don't even know how to describe it It's like yeah. giving you a payoff From what you've gotten so far
2: Right, exactly And um, I actually have a question about it though Okay Are, Is there any reference to Journey to the West at this point?
0: At this point he's pretty much abandoned it I mean, yep. when we get into the tournaments It's its fighting He's going to pull in a couple Not necessarily Journey to the Rest But Chinese and other um, cultural references From time to time But once we have Goku with the cloud and the staff and we get a couple more characters we've gotten Kamisenin, we've gotten Yamacha who kind of plays the role we've gotten Oolong who definitely plays the role and Bulma who plays the role as um, mm-hmm. the priest that's and pretty Gyo-mao. much it Gyo-mao. oh and Gyumao as well, that's right
3: he plays the he plays himself
0: <laughs> yeah. Gyumao's Playing Gumo,
3: <laughs> and
2: actually another uh, another question I had, um, uh-huh. and it just left my head. Great. Um.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, Gumo is the only other character in Dragon Ball that had his name directly pulled from Journey to the West, besides
0: Goku. Very hmm. true. Very true. Let me take it over to Mary here, chewing on her headphones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what? I have the same opinion as Jeff, so I don't have anything interesting to say.
0: <laughs> I know you really, really liked Volume 3, just oh, like yeah. the rest of us.
1: I'm not saying 4 was bad. It was right, very it's good. Different. Yeah.
2: It's different, yeah.
1: I mean, like Jeff said, I mean, he still manages to put gags in all the fights, so mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even know there was that chapter about you know them explaining that attack, so that was pretty it's funny There it was a surprise.
0: Good. Kind of classic Toriyama in the middle of... Him evolving his style there. Well, uh, let's go to Julian then. What are your general impressions of this volume? Well, I I think
3: it's great. I mean, I think really the series probably hits its stride after the first arc, and I think it first hits it during the training. And the the tournament is kind of like this. I don't want to say catharsis because it's not like too dramatic, but it's like this the payoff for all the all the setup that Toriyama had been doing with the training. And so to see see it put into effect with these sort of comical yet also serious like fights, it's, I don't know, it's, it's pretty interesting. And I think the pacing here is actually pretty good. Unlike some fights that just go on and on and on later in the series and have right. too much drama, this one has a good balance of both drama and humor, and they end right. often <laughs> <laughs> Often, you know, just a couple of chapters later. So, you know, if
2: I can just bounce off that real quick, I think yeah. there's something interesting about the volume that way. Okay. In that, there's so much memorable stuff in the first three volumes that we finally mm-hmm. hit. Like Julian says, it's a stride. So, there's maybe not too much that we remember in terms of events, mm-hmm. but we just know that their fighting is really awesome.
0: That, that's very true. I mean, you kind of remember who fought who, and maybe there was a cool attack in there somewhere. But overall, it's just a series of fights leading up to. A final fight.
2: Yeah. So if anything, he's just uh, he, uh, which is interesting. I actually expected Toriyama to skip a lot of the ending fights. Like I did not expect him to show uh, Namu. Namu. To I did not expect him to put Namu's fight in there with the hot check.
0: Yep. <laughs> and I guess I can tell you he'll actually do that all of the semifinal fights we will always see them
2: yeah which is amazing because I can understand the qualifying fights maybe except mm-hmm. for the main characters but he actually puts in people who don't really matter fighting in the in the finals in the semifinals
0: and that'll change as things go on and we get more characters and they are all more central to the plot and so.
2: Is it to say that he's looking for filler, that he's trying to extend it longer than it than it should, or is is it just like a spur of the moment thing? And
1: these are really throwaway characters. Well, maybe he's... he was looking to play around with throwaway characters. Mm, like, that's oh, very okay. true. It's a new yeah. dynamic: hot chick versus. Let me do know, something idea? new here. Poor guy. Yeah,
2: right. I know. I asked this before. Was there a fighting series he'd done before this one?
1: I don't think any
0: of them were really fighting series. I mean, Doctor Slump was a not manga. a fighting series. And he'd done a lot of one-shots, but and I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but they were all pretty much, yeah, just the gag manga.
2: So it's kind of interesting because this is sort of his first foray into this kind of genre. Mm. And so he's sort of playing with the idea of what to put in, what to leave out. Right. I'm what sure what works, what doesn't. Yeah, because I'm sure he's seen plenty of examples. He wouldn't take this on if he didn't have some kind of influence. Right. So it's really interesting to see this new guy who's never really done action stuff before go f- head first into it with an entire tournament.
0: And then, of course, it's funny, later down the road, you know, 20 years later, we have uh, Kishimoto and Oda, who reference Toriyama over and over again, and he's their inspiration for this, and they're kind of doing it their first time with their flagship titles. And I have nothing else to add to the conversation. I just wanted to play the role of moderator for this, because you guys all said exactly what I wanted to say. So, I don't know what else we can say about this volume. Jeff, where would you like to see it go from here?
2: Alright, well, I wanted to see the end of this fight.
0: Okay, well, I can tell you the end of this fight will be next volume. Awesome. And there will be more next volume as well.
2: And I also want to see... Um well, it's difficult. I want to see what happens. I mean, I mentioned last time that mm-hmm. a lot of time has passed. It's almost ripe time for the Dragon Balls to be found again. Yep. So I kind of want to see that storyline come back.
1: And it's going to. Awesome. I want to see someone actually figure out who Jackie Chun is. Because <laughs> <laughs> just kept pestering him the whole well, volume.
3: Yeah, well, actually, it does happen later on. I guess Nama knows. I mean, well, Ten Shin figures it out because he's right. not stupid. But. right. He also realizes that he's doing it in order to make his disciples improve.
2: Oh, actually, no, because uh, Jackie Chun, you know, uh, shows off. Like, he, he tells, uh, what's his name, all about who he is. And that the Yeah, Namu. He tells yeah. Namu who he yeah, is. He's like, Nama. here,
0: put on the outfit and pretend you're me. So. Yeah,
2: you see what I mean by throwaway characters? I can't remember their names. <laughs> but he tells Namu who he is. and right. Namu does about show his, up again, though. Oh, he yeah, does? That's true. Well, he gets killed by Piccolo's.
0: <laughs> right. <answer>. Oh,
2: crap. <laughs>
3: Oh, well. But he, he, he comes back. Yeah. He gets back. Okay.
0: Technically. <laughs> well, village now has you water, got so
3: that's
2: good.
0: <laughs> all right. I think that's pretty much all we have to say about this volume. Maybe not as much as some of the other volumes, but we definitely enjoyed it. So check us back next month, first week of next month, uh, potentially, for volume five of the Manga Review of Awesomeness. And nice. uh, I think we're going to move it into the return of the top five list yet again. <gasps> oh, my God. Mary, your top five list returns yet again. Yes, and we're
1: doing a topic that I can't believe we didn't do before. No, it's been suggested by various people, and it was something that you actually had come oh, up yeah, with before. It, it was in the back of my head, but I just never got around to it. Yes, so I, I guess with uh, the fan demand, I simply must do this list. Let's do it. We're going to do the top five Couples. That is right.
0: And we'll uh, we'll start it off with number five, and I suppose you could call this a
1: couple. Right. More of a stalker-esque relationship here. I like to think of it as opposites attract. <laughs> uh, who do we have? Lunch and Han. And what makes them a couple? Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm not sure that they are. I guess it is just a stalking factor. Does right. Tenshinhan ever reciprocate? Um, he's kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs>
3: Maybe my of... number
1: five should have been Chao Zhu and Tension. Uh, yeah. Oh,
3: god! I, I don't know that he really um, reciprocates, but he doesn't seem to really mind her that
0: much. Either. Yeah, he doesn't mind too much. He lets her stick around. I think for that reason, that's why it's on here because it's just right. really awkward. It is. It's a. They look good together. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's quasi canon.
3: I mean, t- the other thing too is that. You know, Blonde Lunch likes him, but what about Other Lunch? Like, the, the, You the, never <laughs> see them
0: together, do you? No, she's pretty much only blonde from
3: what so, filler we see in Z onwards. So, so, what happens when the evil you likes someone a lot, but the nice you doesn't? I mean, <laughs> isn't that like the, the setup for a sitcom
0: or something? Uh, ha, ha, they should uh, totally get their comedy. own spin off. Or fanfic. Yes. Mary, the number four couple in the series. This Our is four. a real couple.
1: Yes, yes. Definitely sort of. real. Well yeah. Being married and all. That's <laughs> Chi Chi and Goku.
0: Ah, uh, and what is great uh, about them? There's one great scene with them.
1: Yeah, th- an actual romantic scene. Um, I actually like them best during Dragon Ball when she's actively pursuing him. And
0: she's not the uh
1: controlling freak yes. mom.
0: Yes, yes, and, and that's why the- they're
1: so low on this list because I don't like what their relationship <laughs> becomes. Yeah. I like the the courting rituals, if you want to even call it that. <laughs> He's
0: like, why are you hanging on my arm? What is marriage? Yeah. You got to admit,
3: though, that, I don't know, the Kyoiku Mama Chichi is kind of amusing because it, it satirizes this whole broad swath of Japanese mothers.
0: It's a fun character.
3: Which, yeah. And if you know something about Japanese mothers that can be overbearing, it's, it's kind of like your stereotypical Jewish mother, except they coddle their sons <laughs> a lot more.
2: I was going to say, it um, sounds familiar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Let's uh, keep moving. Number three, Mary, who's your number three couple?
1: This is a couple that, you know, actually cares for... I mean, not that Goku and Chi-Chi don't, but there's not so much of the controlling aspect. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Videl and Gohan. Ah, yes. Kind of a, a very normal relationship, probably the most normal. <laughs> Relatively in, in, speaking. <laughs> like, you know, teenagers in high school falling in love. Right. Except yeah. for, like, you know, training how to fly. I guess that's not quite so normal.
3: I mean, oh. you can at least see why they like each other and how it grows out of... I really hate to say this, but I think Videl, in in a lot of ways, embodies the archetype that in recent times has uh, come to be known as the tsundere. Yeah. Or the, the girl who's at least initially kind of uh, mm-hmm. emotional distant and mean, but that's just to cover like this sweet right. side that's underneath. Definitely, I totally
0: see but. that with her.
1: They're cute. They're they're very natural together. And I like uh, Gohan's awkwardness throughout. You <laughs> yeah, know the definitely. early part of the relationship, but then eventually they become partners in crime. Yes, or <laughs> fighting crime. Fighting crime. <laughs> so they're in business together, as it were. Moving on to the, uh, I'm going to call them
0: the poker cheating couple. Poker cheating couple. Because the scene I most identify. Identify this couple with is when they're up at Kami's place ah, during the Boo mean. arc and they're waiting and they're playing poker and she's kind of doing the eye movements to Kududin on the other side to like tell him who's got what and it, it cracks me up. This couple <laughs> isn't
1: normal but they work so well together. Who are they? Number 18 and Kudidin.
0: Yay! And of course they meet in the early sill slash Tindangan arc with the
1: kiss. And who'd have thunk this hot blonde falling for, like, a bald midget? (laughs) That's why I love this couple. It's so weird,
0: because...
3: It's like the stuff that he does for her is so awkward. I <laughs> I mean, but it's so it's, sincere. It's like he smashes the remote control and she's like, you idiot. <laughs> and then later on, I don't know, something about he's uh, somebody jokes about her to him because he obviously has this big crush on, on her. And he's like, oh, well, she and number 17 are probably like, right. you know, an item. And then she, she actually comes out and goes, we're twins.
0: <laughs> you moron. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's
3: like can't you take a hint?
1: The rest is history. Good yeah. stuff. So how they ended up living together, having a kid, cute kid, yes, what? a noseless no kid. Nose.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to the number one couple. Okay. Mary, it can't be anyone else
1: other than Bulma and Vegeta. I said it before, and I'll say it again: opposites attract. And, uh yeah, it doesn't what get more opposite. Say? Actually, they're not that dissimilar. I mean, they're both very angry and hard-headed <laughs> and stubborn. And <laughs>
0: stubborn, yes. But So they're exactly
1: the same as yes, what you're saying. So <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I guess that makes no sense. So in actuality, they're perfect for each other. I really don't know what else we
0: can say about these, because if you've seen the series in any capacity, you— recognize
2: this and i know what i can say about this okay what's that and this will directly fit in with mary here bulma gave birth to trunks yes henceforth favorite couple
0: i see what you did there that was you uh, know what there
1: was a little bit of that bias in there
2: Uh certainly
1: but god they have like actual sexual tension and you can't (laughs) say that about any other couple well maybe not entirely in the
0: series that started as another gag adventure manga there's sexual right. tension. Well, I don't maybe know. Maybe I'm just like, reading
3: into it too there's much. There's kind of tension between Gohan and Videl, but it's but he's clueless.
0: It's like school age kind of yeah. sexual tension.
3: It's like he, he doesn't he's he's too he's too much like his father, at least in terms of not seeing things. Not not seeing the forest for the trees, I guess is the phrase. <laughs> um But his mom but his mom is very blatant, like, when are you two getting married? And
1: and he he just
3: Sounds like What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so, Mary, that is your top five couples.
1: That's right. And you know oh. what? I was going to say, and that's all the couples there are, but that's not true. No, there's more. I left out Volway and Yamcha because they're always fighting. <laughs> it- yeah.
0: And, of course, you did miss the best couple from the entire series.
1: Goten and Trunks? Yes.
0: What? <laughs> Specifically... <laughs> Movie Eleven, Goten and Trunks. Oh, is that what you're alluding to? We're, I was we're just joking. Where the licking of the butt doesn't actually <gasps> seem that out of place for one of them. God.
3: Oh, I, I thought you, I thought you were gonna do like the 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 time that they fuse naked.
0: So it's like, is is that subtle innuendo there? Wow. What? All right, we're gonna finish up Mary's top five list, and we're gonna transition right on over into the releases for the rest of May.
2: Okay. He say butt licking. <laughs>
0: Julian, what's coming out on... Well, I guess it already came out on May 2nd.
3: Yes, that would be the Dragon Ball Region 2 DVDs, volume 4, 5, and 6, coming out in Japan. These cover episodes... Nine, well, 19 through 24 is the first disc, which is get you into the tournament, and that's got a bonus character card, 25 to 30, which starts, I believe, getting into the Red Ribbon stuff. Yep. And actually, all of them come with a b- bonus character card, and the last DVD, volume 6, gets into 31 through 36, which I recall is definitely Red Ribbon type stuff, right? Yes.
0: I think that card is uh, pre-order only, so hopefully you got oh, those dang. in time.
3: Yep, yeah, but they are three thousand nine hundred ninety yen each, or about thirty-seven dollars. But keep in mind that doesn't include shipping, and if you live in the United States, that's a lot. And they don't have subtitles, but uh you can get it at CD Japan if you want.
0: Yeah, that's true. So that's cool. What's coming out on May twenty-second over in the U.S.? We got some Funimation stuff, Mary.
1: All right, we've got woohoo, woohoo. Uh, anyway, Dragon Ball Season 2 Remastered box set. Yes, this is, uh, what is this, Namek stuff? I don't yep, even know. Up,
3: up through the former Captain Ginyu saga, according right. to Funimation.
1: Captain G- Ginyu. It's gonna be done like dinner.
3: <laughs> I hope oh, you two are wearing clean underwear. Because you're going me. straight to the
0: emergency ward. Wait, Make what? Make it what? Stop. <laughs>
3: It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense then either.
1: <laughs> oh, Mary, how much so, did it so, cost? Uh, 50 bucks. Retail. Get them at most retailers. It's got oh, how many cheap. episodes? A lot. 35 episodes, sir.
0: Yeah, it's going to take you up through 74, like Julian mentioned. That's uh, through the two Ginyu, or mm-hmm. Captain Ginyu discs that but they had the, released previously. The,
3: the Ginyu episodes are redubbed, as far as I know. Yeah, that's um, what
0: the the word on the street is. So maybe they won't have some of that embarrassing dialogue. You mean, like, done like dinner... Like, yeah like that all yeah, right you can find it on amazon and the z store and best buy wherever the hell you want to buy this hopefully you're not going to buy it and then also coming out on may 22nd those two initial volumes of the spanish release and you've heard about this in the past on the show we don't know what the fuck Funimation's doing here and then Corleandro de los Saiyajins and El Plan de Piccolo which seem to be like quasi Spanish titles of the Ultimate Uncut Editions, except it's using the remastered video, and it's got Spanish and Japanese dialogue and what the uh, blah, 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 blah. uh episodes one through three and episodes four through six, and it looks like the pre-order price went up in the last uh week or so. It used to be about nine bucks, now it's twelve ninety eight over on to write stuffs. And okay. uh, that seems to be May, so we're gonna move on over into the emails. Jeff, you're going to read the majority of our emails here for us. Okay. Because you get the voice that does the stuff with the reading and that's right. So this first email here comes to us from Tim. What's Tim say to us?
2: Tim says to us, on episode number 75 of the podcast, you talked about the generations of Dragon Ball fans and maybe how the video games had some influence. In my case, I wouldn't say the games influenced my fandom, but they have enhanced it. A brief history of my fandom is pretty recent, but let me explain. First off, I'd like to say that I'm 25 and I've been a fan since I was around 22 or so. Cool. He's the same age as I am. Oh, and is you, Mike. My fiance got me into the show. She had been a fan since 98. The funny part was while she and America, quote unquote, were getting out of the DVC craze, I was getting in. <laughs> she introduced me into the trunk saga and onward, and I was hooked instantly. Well, if you start with the Trunks saga, I can understand that. (laughs) At that time, there wasn't much for the new DBC fan, so being a lifelong gamer, I turned to the games and grabbed Budokai 1 and 2. So I'd say the games enhanced my fandom, for there wasn't many places to turn at the time. Then found Dazenshu AX early on in my fandom, and it helped me sort everything out, which led to my finding stuff on eBay and other places. So that's my story. I'd like to thank you guys for helping out my fandom from then to now. Take care.
0: So that's a pretty interesting thing, where he kind of knew of it, and the games kind of brought him more into the fandom.
1: Good stuff, and it's fun because the games have like their own what-if stories, so it's kind of like you're getting you're more getting new stories <laughs> for the new fan.
0: Cool shiz. I just wanted to read that because it kind of addressed some points we brought up in the past and uh, gives us a little perspective. The next email here comes to us from Tony. And what's Tony got to say?
2: Tony has to say this. Hi, I have a few questions relating to the availability of DBZ in Spanish. We'll see how much we can answer of this one. ¿Dónde está la WC? So he says... Which Region 1 Dragon Ball DVDs include a Spanish audio track? The discontinued Ultimate Uncut Editions all have it correct. I thought I read once that a few of the movie DVDs have a Spanish dub. Is that true? Do we know for certain the upcoming Spanish DVDs feature the cropped widescreen version, or is it just speculation at this point? Does any DVD exist that has Spanish subtitles that can be viewed with the Japanese audio? Thanks for your help. I'm a big fan of your podcast. Keep up the good work.
0: So here you go. Dragon Ball Z Movie 5, as released by Funimation did indeed for some random amazing reason contained the mexican spanish dub of the movie on there that was the only movie that contained it as you said the ultimate uncut editions which had nine volumes and i think that's about 27 episodes all also had the spanish dub on them and that's pretty much all we've had in the country thus far and if you've been listening and reading the site you know about these spanish dvds that Funimation is releasing uh later this month we'll have six episodes which is really just those ultimate uncuts uh, The video on them, I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed. It's the new remastered video. Maybe we'll have to go back and recheck at things, but I'm pretty sure that's what's been said. Other question here. This is an interesting one. Does any DVD exist that has Spanish subtitles that can be viewed with the Japanese audio? Well, it depends on what Spanish you want. The DVDs that have come out in Spain with all the whole bunch of um, audio tracks. It's not the Mexican dub. It's the Spain-Spanish dub. They do have a Japanese audio track with Spanish subtitles. So, if you're fluent in Spanish and you want to hear it in Japanese, I guess that'll technically work for you.
3: Well, I mean, I think it's it's kind of like, I don't know, listening to a. I I kind of imagine what it would be like to listen to a British-English dub
2: of Debussy. Yeah,
0: yeah, very similar. I guess that's a perfect comparison.
2: That I would love to see, actually. Yeah, polite really British do. <laughs> with, you know, like a fighting series. That's just stunning.
3: Well, uh, more more to the point using like British slang and generally like what, what kind of accents would they give different characters? And, right. You know, well, that have to be you know, turned up thing. nose stuff, you know? <laughs> well, it's not all snooty stuff. You know? No, no,
2: no, no. But the general but it attitude. should be. <laughs> yeah.
3: If you're if you're like on the on the streets of the East End of London, you're not gonna be hearing, oh right, don't you have time for tea. You're really...
1: <laughs> Goku's gonna have a nice cockney accent.
2: Oh, and then they can then they can um, you know, just uh, add uh, in like monocles on everybody. <laughs> no no no. no.
0: The reason with <laughs> monocles being like, we must pause this fight for our tea in clubs. No 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 for <laughs> <the> queen!
2: <laughs> Goku would be given
3: a Yorkshire accent. Yorkshire, definitely Yorkshire, because it's like the perfect kind of uh lower class um, it sounds weird to speakers of standard English
0: I'm sorry nothing tops Frieza with a monocle you just can't get any better
3: (laughs) Frieza would Frieza would speak the Queen's English no doubt okay never mind anyway I think
0: we answered the question (laughs) if you check back in past podcast episodes and on the site you can find a link to com as Julian would say and uh, they have all sorts of information on those Spain Spanish DVDs and I guess We'll see what Funimation does. Jeff, take the next email here from Kevin.
2: Kevin has quite a fanboyish question to ask you, Mike. Ah, uh, great. Yeah, why is your internet name Vegito EX, even though Vegito is not your favorite character from Dragon Ball?
0: I think we mentioned this in the past. <laughs> it's not that interesting of a story. So, when I first made my name, Vegito was the strongest character in the show, and I liked Street Fighter EX. So, Vegeto EX.
2: Put two and two together, folks.
0: Uh, hey, everyone can be 16 at some point in time.
1: I skipped age 16. No, you didn't. I Ms. thought it was Trump's overrated. fan site. I was 17 when I made that. That's even worse. You yeah. know,
2: Mary, you have nothing to say, really, because yours is not embarrassing whatsoever. Me with two nicknames that I would happily regret, and if I can go back in time, <laughs> I'd tell myself, look, just... Don't. Just just stop, change just it. Stop. stop. Just change it. <laughs>
0: uh, we got one last email. And, Julian, you're going to take this one from King yes. Lame 3 Now, this one was sent to my personal email account, but yes. it references the podcast. So I figure we just read it on the podcast. Yeah. And I, I think
3: maybe you've uh, attracted the attention of a, a certain reporter from abroad. So let me, uh, okay. let me give my interpretation of this. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Yakshamesh, what is up? Okay, no more small talks. I got some questions to ask you. Or them. You know your friends. One. You got some photos of you guys. And girl. Two. Is it true that four kids does not own one piece? The reason I asked that question is that I hate four kids. And uh, I'll I'll skip the rant about the gypsies and the Jews there. (laughs) Okay, uh, moving on. (laughs) Three. You guys and girl, ask if we can think of a top ten or five thing. I got two. Top ten or five or less. Best yells. Top ten or five or less. Best drama scene. Four. Can you guys and girls... Make more videos like you did on podcast episode number 0068. I really like. It's nice. I gave it five out of five stars. Five. If you guys and girl ever meet Akira Toriyama, what will you say to him? If you can answer my questions, you will win. A small of me or something else's. Okay. Don't stop what you do best, making me happy bye the reason that I said girl a lot is that I only hear one girl she sounds 20 years old or 21 is a bit old for new wife but okay I'm <laughs> oh, crying
0: <laughs> oh my stomach hurts I should not have <laughs> drinking anything while you were reading that.
3: I'm uh, seriously looking at that email is the first thing I thought of.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say. For the love of God, someone please answer some questions for me.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the email. Um.
0: Do we have photos of you guys and girl? Um, Come see us. Uh, the, that's not English. <laughs> come <laughs> see you, us at a convention. If, if you come
3: see us at a
2: convention. <laughs> <laughs> If you can get out of Kazakhstan, feel free to visit. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll be at Anime Next. We'll, I don't think Julian will, but... Julian, four kids don't know One Piece no more, huh? No. Um, I, I, I don't
3: think that Al Khan is a gypsy, but, um, you know, regardless, this um, yes, uh, four kids, they stopped their dubbing at the end of the Alabasta arc, and Funimation will be taking over with the start of the Jaya saga. And yeah.
0: you can read more about that elsewhere. Uh, like Anime yeah. News Network and places like that. Uh, top ten or five thing I got two. What, what, I don't know. <laughs> best yells, that sounds like a great one, and maybe best drama scene. We've done some similar things like dramatic deaths, but I like the top yells. Maybe we can do something yeah. like that. That's cool. Uh, more videos like the one we did in 68. That yes. was the uh, filler inconsistencies. We do have another one planned. I would like to do it before Anime Next for a reason for a thing – That I want to have, and maybe we'll talk about it later. Next question: If we ever meet Kiratoniama, what will we say to him? Thanks for the manga, dude.
1: I I will say,
0: "Look, it's a pile of poop," and then I'll fart on him. (laughs) Classy. And he'll say, "Oh, you're funny and mad again. You get humor." I don't know. Oh, Jesus. What is a small of me?
3: <laughs> I don't Maybe, Maybe like a like a miniature bust of this guy.
0: The reason I say girl a lot is I only hear one girl. She sounds 20 years old or 21.
3: Compliment. Mary, yeah. for reals. What, why the focus on 21, though? I mean, it's uh, like...
1: Mary, huh? how old are you? Do I got to say? Yeah. 26, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay? Okay. Jeff, how old are you? Twenty-five. I will be twenty-five in short order myself. Mm. Twenty-two, I win! Woo!
1: Yay! He's closest to twenty-one, but he's you know that's still over twenty or twenty-one.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh! Can I answer what I would say to Toriyama (laughs) if, if I ever met him, please? You know that VG Cats comic where the guy's in the elevator with, the, uh, the Nintendo guy? It's funny. No. Be, he'd be like, oh, what? No, actually, he's, he keeps talking to himself in the elevator like, oh my God, it's the founder of Nintendo. Oh my God. Oh my God. He just ends up peeing on the floor and ends up peeing <laughs> on the guy's shoe. And he goes, my shooter.
0: <laughs> okay. That probably is very accurate. So if you would like to send us emails, hopefully of the coherent nature, (laughs) send them on over to podcast at com. If you have any questions or comments or thoughts or hopes or dreams or aspirations, anything at all relating to this podcast – Send them on, Mary. How do you spell podcast?
1: Well, Hopefully, you spell it correctly. Well, if you ask me, and it's just me talking. Okay, I would spell it p o d c a s t. You would be correct. Oh my god, I win the spelling bee! And then you do the shift too. That's a little at. at.
2: Unless you're on a Commodore, then it's quotes. Very true. Shush.
0: I want to dig out my car. Julian, what's the daisyx.com?
3: That's dot No, No, it's an
0: email. <laughs> oh,
2: it is? Damn. You can never do this in one take. <laughs> okay, okay. I just leave it
3: in. <laughs> at dot at xcom Or if you speak Spanish, daiz. Oh god, what what's x? X keys. X X Cuz like go see keys. Go see keys. Okay, okay. So so it's I
0: suppose that would be correct. Now this show has gone on far long enough and I'm I'm laughing and I'm crying and I'm bleeding. <laughs> No, I'm not. I think it's time to say goodnight to everyone. So uh we're gonna say goodnight over here to Jeff.
2: Uh goodnight, people.
0: Thanks for joining us. We'll uh we'll see you at least next month for volume five of the manga review of awesomeness.
2: That is correct, as we're crunching for a certain deadline.
1: Damn, it's gonna be like the same weekend. Yes. And it is Memorial Day weekend, which we will be Fuck. gone for.
2: Fuck indeed.
1: Shit, pissed dog fuck, as they would say. <laughs> Maybe next week it'll be another marathon Maybe. run. We'll yeah. have to plan something
0: soon.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, goodbye. Bye. Get the
0: fuck out of here. Okay. Take a baseball <laughs> bat with you. Oh, good. <laughs> Come here, guys. <laughs> Mary. Hello. Goodbye to you. Oh. You live here. I guess you can't really goodbye. go anywhere.
1: Goodbye. See y'all next week. Mary, you got the side of the trunks, and you
0: did put
3: stuff I up, did.
1: Didn't I did. I updated it. <gasps> oh, my
0: God.
3: So once-in-a-lifetime event. It is.
1: I remember when I used to update, you know, several bits of content a day back in high school. Back when we had free time, and back when I finished my homework and I was a good girl, I would make a side yeah, update. <laughs> you did homework, yeah, I Those did. Were
0: the days. Well, uh, tell us a little back- bit, give us a plug, and sure, here. Here.
1: here is a plug. trunks dot com is the website. Yeah, you can find anything and everything relating to trunks. Hold on. <clears throat> Thank you (laughs) (laughs) Sensual Anyway, that's uh, www.templeotrunks.com Good, now get the fuck out of here Okay, I didn't want to be here anyway (laughs) Julian
0: Yeah You and I can be found at the shoe of the EX Plus Alpha Plus Alpha? Yeah, why not
3: what are we, like, a, like a, a Street Fighter
0: knockoff now? Doctor Whatever. in Dark was fucking awesome for the first game when he still had his uppercut. Explosive. And then they took it away for the vertical, like, ropey-grabby thing. Fuck that shit. He was best in the first game. And then they crippled him. Julian, Shui X.
3: Can be found at www.daizex.com or uh, www.fundo.daizex.com. Uh,
2: Daizex
1: now in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so, now in remastered Spanish. espanol <laughs> You're gonna to have to have a new like splash page for your site <laughs> for Spanish version
2: Daizex. Iggies.
0: <laughs> oh, well, good night, folks. We will check you back next week with episode 7, is seven of Dizenshoe EX, the podcast. Until then, check out the homepage, www.daz.com and then you send it to the podcast. <laughs> to the podcast. Let's say goodbye for Jeff and for Mary and for Julian. I am Mike LeBrie, Vegito EX, and I just see a little baby boy who won't admit that he fucked up. He's looking for the fire. And the fury takes to be a man. But I just see a little baby boy.
3: Podcast,
0: Thank you